Hello, everybody. My name is Christian Slider, and welcome back to That's the Flavor, your weekly podcast where I sit down with my friends and talk about my life. Uh, you know, it's a podcast that hits your podcast feeds every Monday, sometime from like, uh, I don't know, 2 to 3 a.m. So that way it's there for all you early risers all of, uh, and everybody like that. And then it's there for you throughout all of Monday and all of time, technically. Uh, mm. This is episode number 19, which is one away from 20. I know really hard math. We're doing it. Uh, this week I am joined of Ozzy. So Ozzy, welcome back to the show. How are you on this fine Sunday? Oh, yeah. Uh, living the dream. Christian. Yeah. Living the dream. That's, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Take that as you will. Is it sarcasm? <laughs> Is it being optimistic? I don't know. You know, Let you decide. I, I like that. You know, I like that. Well, thanks, thanks. It's just kind of that's where I'm at. <laughs> But audience, if you guys didn't know, as you guys will be probably do know when you re- got to Monday and realized there was an episode there, we kind of took a week off. And by we, I mean me, because there's that's the flavors of one person operation. Uh, but we kind of took <laughs> a, a week off on the show and just kind of like chilled out for a little bit, mainly because that's kind of just what happened forcefully with the move and stuff like that. And then also just because I feel like I kind of needed the break creatively and, you know flavorfully i need that little bit of a break a little bit of a separation to kind of think about some other things that i I really want to do so i apologize if you know things are still a little echoey and you know it's not necessarily perfect and pristine i apologize but also thank you guys for your support on on the last episode episode number 18 and 17 and 16 and all the episodes you guys know i appreciate you if you want to stay up to date on that's the flavor stuff you can always go ahead and follow the that's the flavor twitter account at that's the flavor on twitter because I know on Monday, I let everybody know, hey, there's not going to be an episode. So, like, don't wait for one kind of scenario. Go listen to other podcasts. Go play Frisbee with your kid. You know, whatever you really <laughs> do on a Monday when you're not listening to That's the Flavor. Man, um, I don't know what it's like to play Frisbee with your dad. <laughs> Sorry. You keep doing your thing. <laughs> what? You expect you to just say that and for me to just continue? Yeah. <laughs> It's just kind of like one of those movie moments, you know, when, like, the camera pans out, and there's this one guy in the background who just says, like, a comment like that, and you're like, what? And then it goes back hey, on the main plot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's time to go back in the main plot. Speaking of movies, I, I've been really thinking what it would be like to be Airbud. To be Airbud? That's really funny that you mentioned that, because my yeah. one dog freaking loves playing ball so much. And I I was really just thinking, like, what if he did just carry a bat around in his mouth and was just, like, able to just hit it? Like, Airbud. And I think my, my my not obsession, but my curiosity with Airbud is like, well, people could be like, well, Christian, do you want to be the dog that knows how to play sports? Like, do you want to, is that what you want to be? Or you just want to be really good at sports. And I feel like it's either or. Like, I feel like being a dog that's good at sports is one thing. But, like, I'd kind of just like to also be good at sports as well. Because, like, according to all TV and movie logic, those are the people that get the girl, you know? Yeah, that's pretty valid. But in your own way, if you're a dog, then you get everybody. Because who doesn't love dogs? That's true. That's true. But I feel like I kind of wear myself thin if I'm getting everybody, you know? Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. I don't know. This is this is this has been a thought, especially recently. Um, that was a really bad sentence, but that's besides the point. No, no, you got there. That's what matters. You you, um, you got there. You know, like if you ever just stare at a dog and you're like, man, they have the life. Like they just get to lay around. They get to play. They get petted when they want. They get fed. 
they get treats you know like just right, imagine right. that life like i i would love to have no care in the world that like oh man my humans can't play ball with me right now like <laughs> i wish that's what i could be worried about <laughs> Yeah, I wish that I could worry about that and not worry about like, oh man, I gotta teach my voice class the Boston dialect tomorrow. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very specific example. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I know definitely. I feel like dogs, like okay, but here's the thing: if you're talking about just ha- kind of having that worry-free life, I feel like being a fish is the way to go. Specifically, a carnival carnival goldfish. Oh uh-huh, yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, it's a staple at this point. I gotta bring it back. I feel like every time you're on, you got you gotta bring it up. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, but I, I feel like I feel, I feel like, like fish probably have it easier. They just swim around in a bowl, poop, and eat the flakes that show up. Yeah, but you gotta think they gotta swim all the time. That's a lot of work. At least when you're like a dog, you can kind of just lay around. Good just point. That's breathe. good point. But then again, isn't it like? Isn't swimming for fishes just like second nature as breathing? Exactly. So I don't know. That's pretty hard. Yeah. If we're, if we're talking like the chillest, though, I feel like like a starfish or a clam would be kind of where it's at, though. Oh, that's true. Like literally, you're just laid there. Yeah, you just kind of sit on the ocean floor till someone comes by and goes scoop, and you go, "Oh God, no!" And they bring you up above ground, and you just die. <laughs> or you become uh, a fish in an aquarium and you're like that Nemo star. <laughs> <laughs> or they eat you if you're a clam. I mean, I feel like you could eat starfish. I don't think it would taste very good. Yeah, but like, just because it wouldn't taste good doesn't mean it's not edible. I don't know. Anytime I feel like if I would try to eat a starfish, I would think I'm eating Patrick Star. And I, I would feel like a cannibal. Close your Even... eyes. No! Yeah! Now, no, I know, know what you're going to try and say. So it's going to be like something along the lines of, Christian, what are you saying? That cannibalism is okay if you just close your eyes and don't look at what you're eating? And no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I stop that right there. That. That's, how, that's how bad fan art gets made, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but now I can't just not see you just with a plate full of arms. With your fork and knife, just eating away at it. And you're like, oh, this is some tasty forearm. I love me a good bicep on Sunday night. That's how cannibals are. Do you feel like that's kind of like their normal conversation? Like, oh, man, honey, this is some great forearm. I really like the the honey mustard glaze on it. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just think of, like, conventions, you know, for cannibals. And they're like, so this is the proper way to eat the human body. They're like, you know, a lot of people throw away the liver because, you know, you don't know if the the person you're eating was an alcoholic or if their if their liver was failing, you know. So this is how this is a safe way to check to make sure that the, the liver will actually be the tastiest part of your meal. It's, it's like a cannibal culinary class. <laughs> That's what it is. It sounds like go. a really obscure, like, G.A.R. at a college. Like, <laughs> culinary cannibalism. It's the very last option on the culinary section of classes. And you kind of do that thing where it's like, is this a joke? Is, is, is it a joke? No, it's not a joke. It's not a and joke. Like, it doesn't even have, like, a course number because, like, <laughs> nobody, like, is, like, 
this actually a thing? The the professor in quotations takes all the course guide books and he writes it in. <laughs> and then also written in our it's it's like something along the lines of like, oh, um cannibalism one oh one. Like they'll just say that's a course name. And then next to in parentheses it says see blank for more details because like it's not an actual class so it's just like then you gotta like wander like this creepy i'm gonna say science professor's like room and be like i'm here to talk about the cannibalism class but you say it a little too loud and he goes shh don't talk about it don't 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 be that loud about it they'll hear you and you go and you're like who will hear me and he's like people and then he like runs around starts shutting all the blinds and stuff he locks the door lights a candle for some weird reason even though the lights are still on (laughs) and then he's like so you want to learn more about cannibalism then at this point you're kind of like i want to go home but it's too late now and you're kind of already reluctantly invested and so you say yes wanting to say no but knowing that yes is your only option and then he takes you to this back room and it's like a it's like a full like fledged kitchen and then a freezer full of body parts but <laughs> I I was also like this. This sounds like the beginning of like a, a horror film, <laughs> like yeah, but yeah. like one of those really low budget ones, you know. So like it's it's almost funny. I would love to be a low budget horror movie maker. Uh, honestly, I I feel like there's a lot of joy in it. It's like because especially if you go into the with the realization of like oh man I'm making a terrible horror movie as long as you know that like and then you continue to make the movie I feel like you have way more fun doing it oh for sure I don't know I feel like um oh, low budget horror movies are almost slept on in a way because people are just like oh no I don't want to watch that like I'm gonna watch a horror movie I'm gonna watch like the triple A title. But like, right, right, of course. if you wouldn't want to watch something, but you don't want to be like too scared, like I say, watch them because they're a lot of fun. Like just because yeah. it's funny, and and honestly, sometimes you just need to be like, oh my gosh, did you see that shot? Ah, that was so funny. It was so bad. Yeah. Looking something up that'll add to this. Okay, so so never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. That statement's not gonna work. <laughs> Um, but th- sorry, Google failed me. I mean, not really, because I mean, how? Hold on, comparison. I'm looking at movie budgets right now because I want to make a point, but I want to make sure I don't misspeak. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, see, some of the best films though have been shot low budget. And dude, the the budget for Sharknado was two million. Really? Yeah. That that I don't I don't know how to feel about that. That seems a little high. Yeah. And oh, say it out loud, really. That that kind of makes me a little a little uh disappointed. Um, let's see. Um uh, then you have Sharknado 3, oh Helena, which is 2.4 million. Sharknado 5 Global Swarming was 5 million. <laughs> Uh, the last Sharknado. Uh, oh wait, wait. Here, here's all the budgets. So Sharknado. Um, let's see, yeah, Sharknado was two million. You have the last Sharknado. It's about time. Was three million. Sharknado Five: Global Swarming, five million. Sharknado: The Fourth Awakens um, was three million. Nowhere in here does it say Sharknado Two, which worries me. Hmm. Uh. Sharknado 2 is just the one that nobody wants to talk about. 
There's a movie called Two Headed Shark Attack, which was one million U.S. dollars. Two Headed Shark Attack. Yeah. Dude, Rocky was made only with one million. I believe that. I believe that. A forty-seven meters down uh, was five point three million. Oh, that's not that's not too bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, hear this. Friday the 13th was mm-hmm. only made for 550000 And it's uh, made $92.7 million. Great point here, I think, to make, though, is inflation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, for example, was, like, $1.8 million. Hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it really depends on, like, when it was made, but still. It's just kind of yeah. crazy. Like, really. Movies are weird, people. man. That they are. It's like, I mean, what is it? Episode seven of That's the Flavor, I believe. I had Cameron on. And we talked about, like, making a, like a, a low-budget horror film of, like, a guy who has, like, who's, like, a, has a cello and, like, is, like, a, a killer. It's going to be called Cello uh, Killer. Ah, um, and then, uh, like, yeah. the, the bow is, like, also doubles as, like, a machete. Oh no, it's just a normal cello. Oh, and and he just kills people with yeah, the yeah. Cello. It's it's very it's very agonizingly long because a cello is not a murder weapon. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So fun pivot point here. <laughs> I I hate the dentist. Like, okay, so one, first off, that was a terrible transition, but yeah, second off, but second off, second off, I really do hate the dentist. I, I don't know. Have you ever met somebody who's genuinely like the dentist? It's kind of like, it's like a lawyer and they're like, you know, have you ever met a genuinely happy lawyer? And a lot of people are like, no, I think it's the same way. Like, have you ever met someone who genuinely likes the dentist? No, but I've met people who, like, tolerate it better than I do. Well, how so? Okay, so, first off, let's talk about my hatred before we analyze, um... Yeah, I know your hatred. Yeah, because, like, so, so it all started when I was younger, and I had to get teeth pulled. Um, and, and that was a scary experience, because, like, they didn't knock me out for it, so, like, I just was awake as they, like, got all sucky-sucky and breaky-breaky on my teeth, you know? <laughs> Um, you know, I'm not going to go into detail on the podcast. And all I vividly <laughs> remember was there was like, from what I remember, of course, whatever, like, you know, my parents could rush in and be like, no, that's wrong. Who knows? But there was like a black and white gorilla video playing um, <laughs> on like the monitor in front of the chair. And was it was pretty weird. SpongeBob episode? No, 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 no. It was just some <laughs> gorilla video. That's all I remember. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to numb you up. And they went, you know, and then like numbed yeah. me up, and they were like, and I got teeth pulled, and like I just hated that experience. And then so like for the longest time, it was like, and even still, sometimes it'll do it where I got the dentist because I, I was just there like the, uh, on Thursday. That's why I'm talking about it. But where like the dentist will come in, like come check my teeth, and they'll always grab for something, and I'll and I'll flinch because I think they're yeah. grabbing Novocaine, and I think they're like about to stab me, like just surprise attack, stab in the mouth. Like, I don't know why my <laughs> body reacts that way. But, um, and then so eventually at one point, one of the dentists like had to tell me, they were like, 
Why do you keep jumping? I was like, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm just like afraid a little bit. I, I have like a, a fear of like the dentist and stuff, whatever. Not necessarily a fear, but like I'm, you know, just whatever. I get a little antsy. And I'm like, oh, just so you know, um, uh, if I ever grab for anything like that, it's always over here in every room. And like they point to like where it's located. But then that just causes more dread, right? Because then you see them reach for that specific area and you go, wait a minute, that's where the that's where the numbing drug is. <laughs> and then you see them reach over and open it. And it's like, wait a minute, what are they doing? And they whip it out and then they like, you know, check it to make sure it's still full. And they go, and it's like, ah, oh, no. Um, so maybe it's not a good thing I know where it's located. Um, but I don't know, man. I think especially, you know, it doesn't help that, like, another great example, of, not why I hate the dentist, but but just another great dentist example. I got my wisdom teeth pulled. Now, mind you, that's like an ortho, like an ortho surgery place, not necessarily a dentist, but still, whatever. Yeah. And as I'm, I'm, I'm going under, you know, like I should have the, the one time, um, <laughs> goes, instead of just having me count backwards, instead of anything like that, this man goes, all right, Christian, I want you to imagine you're reeling in a big fish. All right, now, here we go. Reel it in. Reel it in. And then I knocked out. <laughs> I really, I'm like, what is that? I what really is that? wish you would have had, like, a dream of you actually reeling in that fish because it just would have been a continuation <laughs> like and it's just one of those things where uh like i just i don't know and i think it was i think it's also the fact that the dentist has inconvenienced me more than once um you know yeah yeah it's just like oh hey we numbed your mouth because we think you need it and then you go to school and it's like oh man everyone thinks i talk funny now because i'm numbed you know, or it's like, oh man, I gotta do a musical audition, like I don't know, five days after my wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's another fun story. I don't know, man. It's just I don't, I don't like the dentist, and it's, like they get, they get all pokey, pokey, get scrapey and stuff, and it's like just let me, let me, let me, let my mouth rot, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then and then your mouth tastes weird because they don't like. I don't know how they do it. And then you look at your bib and you're like, whoa, what's all this red stuff? And they're like, that's your blood. And you're like, what? Yeah, it's especially fun when I know how, like, you know, like the things that make my mouth feel certain ways, right? And so, like, now due to COVID, at least, I believe it's due to COVID, they have you, like, rinse your mouth real quick before they start working on it with, like, diluted hydrogen peroxide. And yeah. so it's like it's like diluted in water. So you, you take it and you swish it and you spit it back up. First off, let me tell you, spitting a liquid back up into a paper cup is gross. But yeah. like I hate that. Second off, they're like, "Oh, do you want some water to rinse out your mouth?" I was like, "No, I'll be fine." And then you know they leave me back, start my mouth, and they go, "Oh man, that's kind of weird. You didn't want to drink because it has like a really weird aftertaste." And then I start to taste the aftertaste, and I go, "Oh man, I made a mistake." But it was too late. I couldn't turn back. Um, I. I had my cleaning like two months ago and I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh man, now it just tastes like sad metal. Oh. Yeah. And then it's like, speak, like, why do dentists and like and hygienists and stuff ask you questions when their hands are in your mouth? Or not I their know. hands, but the tools. It's like, oh, so last time you're here, you're telling me about like this one college you're auditioning at. And she's like scraping away at my mouth. And I'm like, I can't answer this without endangering my mouth right now. Like, ah. when do you want me to answer this? <laughs> I I have a crazy story because, like, I don't know if my dentist just completely forgot who I was or was mixing me up with another patient, but literally just was just like, yeah, so how's your sister? And I'm like, uh, I, uh, I don't have a sister. And uh, then she's like, oh, yeah, 
are you at school? Uh, no, I'm here right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's your dad? Uh, uh my, my dad's not with me. Oh, yeah. How's your mom? Oh, she's good. She's good. And then, then she, she's doing okay. She's she's <laughs> fine. We landed one. We landed one of those things. <laughs> and then I just I was like, what what happened? I I just don't understand how you can mess it up that bad. Jeez. <laughs> you went through every member of the family. <laughs> she's got a mental. She's playing like mental battleship of herself. Yeah. Hitting a miss like. <laughs> D. Twelve. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just. I know dentist is a no go, and I just I don't know. Like I, it, I hate saying it. Like I would rather go to the doctor than the dentist. Oh yeah, I would too. Yeah. I. I'm I got so- a cool doctor. My doctor's cool. Like, I feel like if I had to go to any, like, specific doctor, I would go to the eye doctor. Like, I've always liked going to the eye doctor. It's never been, like, bad. Like, yeah, they, like, shine a couple bright lights in your eyes, but, like, it doesn't hurt or anything. And then they tell you, you know, man, you're blind. So, here's some glasses. That's true. That's true. Also, okay, so, so weird thing. I like going, okay, now this this may be because of the specific orthodontist, right? But yeah. I enjoy going to the orthodontist more than the dentist. Or enjoyed. I don't go anymore, obviously. But um, because, like, with an awesome one, too, they had, like, arcade games. Wait, what? And also, yeah. And also, the specific orthodontist would do, like, Yoda impressions. Dude. It was, it was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Have gone to the it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, Dang. What kind of arcade yeah. games are we talking? Like, the old ones? Like, Tony like- Hawk's Pro Skater. What? Like in the arcade machine, yeah. Well, how? So would you play it like before you went back, or it was kind of just like attached to like the waiting room kind of scenario? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's in the room. They have it set up so you can play it. Well, they do. <laughs> you're leaning in the chair, and they go, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, son, can you do an ollie for me? <laughs> you yeah. do an ollie with your tongue. <laughs> And the next thing you know, you just feel like the orthodontist put his two fingers on your tongue like a tech deck. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, all right, kickflip. And then <laughs> you have no, to, I think like, I just found the title for this week's episode. <laughs> Can you do an ollie with your tongue? <laughs> it's gonna, that's going to look real good in the podcast feed. <laughs> I just can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> it reminds me of the Spongebob episode where the, it's the Alaskan bullworm like oh, Sandy ties up the tongue she comes out yeah like that's that's what that reminds me of oh. Sandy what Spongebob Sa- Sandy that's not the worm it's tongue <laughs> oh. <laughs> Spongebob what do you got I got a paper clip and a piece of string and look if you turn the paper clip one way it could be an S for Spongebob or an S for Sandy. <laughs> oh, I love SpongeBob. I did. Uh, so speaking of SpongeBob, great transition. I did a uh, a project for my acting class on Washington D.C. But I did a bunch of SpongeBob transitions. Oh, like, as my like uh, in betweens. Like a 
um, three months later. I use those, right? Um, and so we're sitting there because it's like, so in the DC area, there's like nine PowerPoint slides worth of theaters. Yeah, um, and so I decided to be the really funny guy and list every single one. So in between each one of those slides, I p- I kept make- putting different and more and like increasing time. And so it was like, oh, a few moments later, five minutes later, I just kept going with all those different like SpongeBob time cards. I did that, <laughs> and then also I put SpongeBob gifts on all my in between slides. So it's like, oh, let's talk about Washington D.C. entertainment. And it's like a gif of the jellyfish dancing in SpongeBob's house, and then like chanting around the broken clarinet that's on fire. Like, and then of course i decided to work on this project in a uh, discord call with all of my other like theater friends that were like also working on the same project for like different cities and stuff mm-hmm. so then you're just like they were feeding me these ideas They're like oh use this one use this one <laughs> <laughs> see now whenever whenever you uh put the the moments on like the of like the few moments later did you have the guy say it or did you say it in his like accent so i was i was gonna have him say right like i had all the audio clips but because of zoom university um they couldn't hear the audio so after a little bit testing we then changed it to where i just had to do like full slide images of those time cards and then i said it with the guy's voice impression It, it worked pretty well um but Definitely not what I wanted, but it's so it's a little unfortunate. But you know, gotta optimize that volume when you screen share. Freaking don't, don't ever say the words "optimize volume" and "screen share" in the same sentence ever again. That's what Zoom's done to me. True, Zoom University, pandemic a. Uh, Let's not focus about that. Let's focus about... We did that once before, and it was half an episode, and it was pretty sad. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was a pretty rough episode. We just talked about how sad <laughs> online school makes us. We don't want to talk about it no more. It's too much. See, what do you want to talk about? Um... Ozzy land this thing. Oh, gosh. This, this is so, so important. And there's so many topics to talk about. Um, you know what? Actually, actually, huh, huh. Okay, okay. I think I can work with this. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about decisions. You know, what what makes decisions? How do you make decisions? How do you know what decision you're making is the right decision? And also, then, you know, like depending on the decision you make, are you creating an alternate timeline? Yes, I am calling this out on the community episode, but this is where I'm going. Thank you. Welcome to my TED Talk. I mean, yes. First of the timeline question, yes. I feel like if there's a big decision and it has, I mean, not even a big decision, any decision, has multiple, if it has multiple options to it, then each of those each of those options is a different timeline. See, now, like, do you think it would be possible for us to ever be able to, like, go back to those timelines so like say, one day if science progresses far enough like so what do you think would need to take place do you think like uh, a time machine would have to take place and then you'd have to like convince yourself to do another thing to see where you go but like say and this is getting pretty crazy but say like depending on that one choice that you made and then 
the time machine like the time machine doesn't get built again just because of how the world went you know because every effect has like a difference on the overall state of the world so it's the butterfly effect yeah yeah i don't know it's just like kind of mind-boggling you know it's like okay if i decide to not do my homework then there's a chance that that piece of broccoli doesn't grow if I do do my homework, maybe that broccoli does grow. Yeah, it's true. But then also, it could be if you don't do your homework, then the, bro- the broccoli would grow. Or if you do yeah. do your homework, then it won't. It's true. I never thought about it like that. Uh, I don't know. Life's weird, man. Like, yeah. It's just kind of like one of those things. Um, I feel like it's a question that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's kind of uncomfortable in a lot of ways because I don't think anybody has, like, the perfect answer for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there is one because we just don't know. Like, even the world's top scientists don't know, you know? Yeah, so, like, then is, is there any way that we could make it scientific or is it always going to be one of those things that it's classified as scientific but we don't have the exact answer for it? I feel like it's always going to be a theoretical. We're always going to be messing in theoreticals until one day we might know. You know what I mean? Yeah, the all-knowing person or thing or tree, I don't know, Yeah, will just tell us everything. So um, I... Realized the other day, I don't know the quadratic equation. Quadratic equation? I thought you knew the quadratic formula. Oh, no, no, no. And I don't know whether to blame it on my own intuition or, um, or non-intuition, but or if I blame it on the fact that like I haven't taken a math class in like three years. See, I, I blame it on the, the not making a math class in three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, it's not. It's because I haven't had to. Because yay for theater majors. But, um, yeah, yeah. That's just a fun little tidbit, fun little side story. Also, I want to go back since it's been bugging me in my brain. So the whole dentist thing. I'm pretty sure that gorilla video <laughs> they made me watch had a puppet in it. Oh wait, so was the gorilla a puppet or No, no 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 the gorilla was real, but there was a puppet also involved. What was the puppet? Was it just a puppet? I'm gonna Google Gorilla Puppet Man. Puppet Joe. Oh did your dentist have uh like cable? So was it being streamed through like No, it was not. So it was like a separate tape that they put in. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it could be specific to that dentist. Don't don't do that to me. It could be. And are you saying that this was a real gorilla? Yeah, like on the video. <laughs> so <laughs> riddle me this. Yes, yes. I'm just thinking about this logistically. So you have a real gorilla. Was it in like, yes. a room? Or was it in the nature? In the nature. <laughs> remember it being both in the nature and in a room. <laughs> oh. And there was a puppet. So there had to be uh, a puppeteer who was like <laughs> on the ground 
right beside this gorilla, lifting their arm up to be the puppet. My man's my man's wearing heavy camouflage. <laughs> How is the could you could you imagine that? Right. Just this poor puppet guy, just like face down in the dirt, like breathing like really quietly, like praying to God this gorilla doesn't just smack him in the back and like it's all over, <laughs> like. And like um. What would the gorilla do? Say like it took the puppet off the hand and just like what is this? What is this? Then they would see the hand, and then in return they'd find the person. Like I feel like that could just go south really, really quick. Yeah, they had the puppeteer sign a waiver. <laughs> assumedly, assumedly. You know, I think the next course of action is you need to go to your dentist and you need to demand to watch this video again. I think you uh, could probably write uh, a whole freaking thesis on it. Hmm, I could. Again, then you're making me re- like. Then I'm making me relive my childhood trauma. Okay, that's fair. All right. Well, um, after the I feel like the only way, the only way to truly get the same watching experience is to have them rip out four more teeth. Well, you know, you know how there's those uh, birthing simulators. Maybe there's like a, a mouth pulling out. Like tooth pulling out simulator. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Well, I feel like there's a way you could you could uh mimic the pain. Yeah. But also you were you were numb, so then there there shouldn't have been any pain. It would just be pressure. Yeah, but that pressure still equates to pain, I think at least. Well, yeah. Oh, but, like, when they pulled it out, did you feel it? Like, you felt it, of course. Like, you felt the thing leave your body. But did your nerves, like, ah, pain, we just lost no, I don't something. think it was, like, pain, pain. I don't, I don't think so. Like, more like, like an uncomfortable amount of pressure? Yeah, yeah. Which I, still, which I, don't know, I still equate to some kind of pain. I don't know. Okay, I guess, yeah. I follow. Because I, I never I never looked at pain like that. I've always just seen pain of like, oh, does it hurt? Like, are you in, like, can you put physical words to what you're feeling kind of thing? Like, does it hurt? I don't know. Right, right. But like, yeah, okay. All right, so then I guess the next course of action is then I will have to go to this dentist, the man for the video, and watch it. And I guess get four teeth pulled. Yeah. So then we can have two stories. And we'll have an age range. You know, maybe we can turn this into a, a science experiment. Studying, I don't, I don't know what. I don't what. know if we should. <laughs> well, why not? I say we get a test group of, like, maybe some pigeons. We test okay. it on them. But... But do pigeons have teeth? That's a great point. <laughs> so, like, why would they go to a dentist? Well, you know, we convince them. Well, I guess if they're part of the test group, then they have to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they, as long as they sign the waiver, as long as we get the pigeon signature, we can do whatever. So then, are are we giving them anything for completing our uh, study? Uh, like like a handful of breadcrumbs. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. 
It's cheap on our end too. Yeah, yeah, because we could probably just buy like a loaf of bread and then we'd we'd get everybody all of exactly. the exactly. Or we just say we're going to give them something and give them nothing. Oh, that's illegal. Yeah, but corrupt business at its finest, Aussie. Yeah, but we don't want to be a corrupt business. We want to be a trustworthy business. We want pigeons to come back and do more uh, tests with us. Well, they'll come back. Oh, that sounds maniacal. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if I can be a part of this anymore, Christian. And on that note, let's talk about a word from our sponsors, printers. You ever <laughs> want to just cry yourself to sleep? Yeah, yeah, same. I do too. Which is why we're here to talk about printers. It can save you in a jam. You ever just feel real sad? Hug a printer. Hug a printer. But it's been a word get, from our sponsor, printers. You'll get ink all over you. <laughs> Depends on which part of the printer you hug. What part are you hugging? The part where not the ink is. <laughs> but then you're going to get stabbed. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about hug a printer. You, do yeah. you not? Did you say you're going to get stabbed? Yeah. By what? By the, the, the tray that the, the pages come out. Plastic. Yeah, it could stab you. Yeah, with enough pressure. I'm not saying you hug it really hard. <laughs> See, I would use the printer to print out a person that I could hug. Uh, That's probably huh. the smartest thing I've ever said in my life. I think that equates to like the early forms of AI printing, like a, a picture of someone out on a piece of paper. Huh, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you really think about it, but. You know, yeah. AI is kind of scary in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, do you ever think, like, I've never watched Black Mirror, but what I've heard from it, like, you know, how screwy would that be if that stuff happened in real life? I mean, I feel like it, but here's the thing with Black Mirror. I feel like some of it's not that far off. Yeah. That's why Black Mirror is so on, like, it falls in that kind of uncanny category. Because it's like, as much as it's like distant future or whatever, like, it's not, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like some of the topics that are brought up are that far off. Yeah. I think that's what's so scary about a lot. That's what, that's why it's so unnerving. It's not like it's a horror show. It's just it tosses it, it tosses in a lot of, you know, really near topics. Yeah, well, and that's like, what makes that terrifying. Just just based off of what I've like heard from people and and not even seen, it's just basically what I've heard from people. It's about like technology, like taking over. You right? have technology. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also kind of weird to see how much AI is like. Well, actually, no. I just forget that thought. But who invented AI? (laughs) I feel like AI invented itself and we just don't know it yet. Yeah, that that checks out. That checks out. So, 
then we should already be worried because it's it's creating all of its upgrades and stuff. I mean, no, we should be worried no matter what when it comes to AI. I mean, like there's like because AI is getting to the point where like people are like, oh, let's go ahead and we develop an AI, and then it gets to the point where like they develop another AI and then they start creating their own language to speak to each other that we can't understand, but they understand it, and then we shut it down. It's like that's terrifying. Yeah, but then it'll know how to turn itself back on. Exactly. And then we have to live in the woods where they can't find us. I mean, I already kind of want to live in the woods, you know? I think it would be kind of cool. It would be like Minecraft. Let's have some fun in Minecraft. Oh, oh, oh. You know, just punch a tree with your fist and you'll get some wood. How do you think AI would feel about tongue tech decks? Um, they'd They'd probably it'd probably be like I don't understand. Yeah, you know, I feel like they would understand it in their own way, you know. Imagine an AI writing their own show slash musical. Like, would it be good? Would it be bad? <sighs> or would it be like very like boy number one? Hi to girl number two. Hi. Wait a minute reminds me of something hang on <laughs> hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on okay so this is this thing from a while ago and you might you might remember what i'm getting at and there's a bunch of these we can go through so i forced a bot to watch over 1000 hours of olive garden commercials and then asked it to write an olive garden commercial of its own here's the first page <clears throat> Uh, interior, Olive Garden restaurant. A group of friends last at, the, at, at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food. Waitress, pasta nachos for you? We see the <laughs> pasta nachos. They're warm and defeated. Friend one, the menu is here. Waitress, lasagna wings of extra Italy. See the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. Friend two, I shall eat Italian citizens. Waitress, waitress unlimited stick. We see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. It is all. <laughs> Friend three, leave without me. I'm home. Waitress, gluten classico from the kitchen. We, the gluten classico, we believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen. We have no reason not to believe. Friend four says nothing. Friend one, what is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Friend two, friend four, what is wrong, friend four? Friend four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Announcer in a wet voice. Olive Garden. When you're here, you're here. <laughs> when you're here, you're here. Uh, I can't get over the eating an Italian citizen. And there's, there's one more that I really... No, I know exactly. I have one. Where so, is it? This is the one of uh they they made a bot watch like over ten thousand hours of musicals and then to okay. tell the synopsis. So <clears throat> musical exit Miserable Chicago. Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, a talking cat, dances on stage. He is an American Jersey boy, drenched in grease and lightning. 
Hamilton, music voice. My name is Alexander Hamilton. I am the Phantom of the Opera, and I never pay rent. Every word rhymes, and the music is instruments. Annie, the girl with zero moms and zero dad, tap dances to hurt the stage. <laughs> Annie, with soundlessness. Tomorrow, the sun will appear, but it will not give me my parents. I shall kill the sun. I get my gun. Annie dissolves into a puff of music. Alexander Hamilton spins around for 525,600 minutes. The Beast, a talking cat, drops out of beauty school onto the stage. Beast is a landlord. Beast like piano. To be to be guest, you may pay rent. Mama Mia. Annie, the girl with zero mamas and Mia's and zero Mia's, enters with her gun. She shoots the beast with a bullet of choreography. Annie, original cast. I dreamed a dream and now I have gun to gun. Give me parents. The beast dies and his curse breaks. He was cursed to be in a musical. Death ends his curse. This is the circle of life. Alexander Hamilton, sung from eyes. I am founding father. I will find you, father. You must buy own mother. I am ten dollar man. Hamilton searches for a father. Mary Pippins, a talking umbrella, flies in on her broom. <laughs> she is blonde, legally. Mary Pippins, British noises. It is intermission. It is not intermission. Mary's lie will have consequences. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd be content. Annie with disappears that in a. I shall go get my gun. Annie disappears in a puff of music. <laughs> I was, I was like the, Annie, the girl with zero mamas and zero mias. <laughs> I found. I found another one. It's. It's my second favorite to all of this. Oh, it's. I had a bot. It's. Forced the bot to watch over ten thousand hours of Batman movies and, and, and episodes, and then forced it to write uh, a Batman movie of its own. Here's the first page: <laughs> Interior, traditional Batcave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Batcomputer. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne, sometimes Batman, all times orphan. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> Alt Batman. This is now a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, <laughs> Batman's loyal battler, carries a tray of goth ham. Alfred, eat a dinner, mattress waiting. An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown, but insane. Two Face is a man, but attorney. <laughs> Batman. No, it's Two Face and One Face. They hate. me for me. <laughs> Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. 
This makes him have anger. He fires a bat rocket. Joker deflects it with his sick sense of humor. A cloudy power. <laughs> the Joker. I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. <laughs> Batman. Batman. Alfred, give birth to Robin. Alfred begins the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a present in his hands. He juggles it over to Batman. The Joker, happy bat day, Birthman. Batman opens the present since he's a good guy. It contains a coupon for new parents, but it is expired. This is a Joker joke. Scene. Sense of humor never fails. Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. Oh. You know, can can I am such a freak? Society is bad. You drink water, I drink anarchy. Be my new catchphrase. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think you could take it. You drink water, I drink anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a big fan of. Batman throws Alfred at Two-Face, and Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. <laughs> and his head's up. Two-Face has so to two go face home goes now. home. <laughs> Alfred, Earth Robin. Uh, yes. Alfred does, begins because it is his job. job. Uh, I like it. He is sometimes Bat. He is sometimes Bruce Wayne. He is always All times orphan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, all this proves that an AI bot or a bot is better at comedy than us. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty spot on. It's got, like, pretty much everybody, like, every sense of humor. It's got dark, it's got sarcasm, it's... Oh. You know, like... You I follow, like... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, friend four. I... What is friend four? And four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. Olgard, <laughs> uh, when you're here, you're here. You're here, you're here. Let's eat an Italian citizen. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. And oh. on that note, it's time to bring this episode of That's the Flavor to a close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Audience, thank you guys for hanging out this week. I know, you know, we got a little all over the place. That's what That's the Flavor is all about, though. Uh, obviously, next week is episode 20, a big 2-0. Our, our, our big boy is almost legal. I'm, I'm so proud of him. Um, you know, one more, two more weeks until we get a legal boy um, or a legal podcast. I don't know where I'm going with this. But either way, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for support. Uh, if you haven't already, um, you know, go ahead and follow the podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, go ahead and tell your grandma about it or your aunt, your uncle, your dog, your goldfish, your cousin from oh, that one yeah. time you saw the the like um, family party and you haven't seen them in like four years, but you know they exist. Post it on your Facebook so like all everybody can see it, even the people you hate, because who doesn't hate Facebook? You know, just post mm. it everywhere. You know, just just hang out, have a good time, maybe read it a bedtime story, and yeah. To share it around. See, thank you so much I, for coming on this episode. Wait. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I I just uh, as I was looking through my photos to find that uh, the script, I found mm-hmm. another thing, and I I just want um, 
I want to leave this with you and, and the audience. Um, mm-hmm. So this guy rated all of the different food mascots, and it was oh. based off of if he could kick their ass or not. Yes. <laughs> so like on on the side that it's just like I could definitely kick their ass was like the Gerbo baby. And then on the one that would like kick my ass was like the Jolly Green Giant and Tony the Tiger. So I just want like I want everybody to think about it. Like what ma- like what food mascot would kick the living shit out the of you? Baby. <laughs> Which one do you think you could be? I mean, I don't know, man. The Ger- the Gerbo baby could totally kick my ass. So that's oh, that's yeah. where I got that's where I immediately disagree. Yeah, I feel like the baby would probably beat me up. Also, the yeah. the Kibler guy, like the one with the fudge stripes, like that little elf. I feel like he, yeah, because my man's just gonna be popping, my man's gonna be popping in and out of an oak tree all the whole time, just boxing you in the face, and you're not expecting it. Yeah, and I, I yeah. also don't, I don't, I don't agree with this guy because he said that he w- it was gonna be a fair fight between him and the Kool Aid Man. He was sure oh, as hell, no, that's not happening. The Kool Aid Man busts through walls. He's gonna break you yeah but the kool-aid man goes one of two ways he either busts through the wall and he's okay or you hit him just right and he shatters that is true that is true i was really up to chance on that one yeah but the thing is you never know when the kool-aid man's coming so he could just surprise you in the, the building it's the middle of the night kool-aid man <laughs> runs into your bedroom <laughs> beats you up and runs away <laughs> all right i'm done <laughs> <laughs> on that little tangent again ozzy thank you so much for coming on the show yeah, you know that happening on every time it's a joy and i hope you enjoy it um of course. i love it yeah audience share this around tell your friends tell your family and until next time i've been christian slider this has been episode 19 of that's the flavor and until next time stay flavorful <laughs>